0: What is up? We're coming to you on a thirsty Thursday, Thursday afternoon. A nice afternoon delight, if you will.
1: Afternoon delight.
0: That's right. That's right. I should have played that. Rockets in Flight, Afternoon Delight. But that was Rage. I, You know, I've been in a bit of a rage against the machine. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, just a little bit of a, uh, you know, kind of that vibe going on. But uh, as Paul yeah, so would testify, say, do you, you have
1: that? 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 Do you have that vibology?
0: I don't have that vibology. I believe that was Guy, but I'm sure someone will correct us. I'm
1: yeah, guessing either
0: Ebrock or Train will correct us. If vibe, no, vibology, I think may have been R. Kelly.
1: Oh, R. Kelly. He's a convicted one star, of your right? all
0: time favorites, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I believe I can fly. I just didn't know what age group he was flying with. He was flying with 12 year old girls, R. Kelly. Oh, it's
0: disgusting. Come
1: on. Come on. How you been, man? I've had, um, I was really, really exhausted last night. So I was in bed. Um, just tough week this week, uh, picking up a lot of extra hours here at work. My assistant manager, uh, had surgery yesterday. So my shout out goes out a little bit early to Jessica. So I hope she's doing well. Um, very much missed. I didn't even realize how much we miss her, um, until she wasn't here. So we, just a lot going on the last couple of days and uh, can't wait till the weekend. Definitely can't wait till the weekend. Thank God it's a Thursday, Thursday. Um God. So, you know, instead of, uh, yeah. So, so I'm just tired, but well, today.
0: delicious to your assistant, uh, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: She, I, I think she'll be. And the best news is she's getting married this spring, too. So I, I you know.
0: Fantastic news.
1: She, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of these weddings, you know, that was held off by COVID for like a year and a half. So uh, yeah, for all those folks who are intending to get married, I, I wish you the best. I probably wouldn't do it myself, but God bless you. There you go, <laughs> it ain't for everyone. It ain't for everyone, it but, been- but it is- how, how is your week? How's your week going?
0: No, you're gonna ask, how's your marriage? Um,
1: no, my- no, no, I know you have a wonderful marriage.
0: Thank you, thank you, I'm very fortunate. Uh, my week has been good. You know, it's been a really interesting week. It feels like it's been a lot like stuffed into a short week since we had President's Week and my kids had this this, this new found fall break or what is it? No, February break. They head off on Friday and on Monday. But it's good, man. It's good. Thank thank God, like COVID numbers are going down. You know, the weather is is getting nicer here. It's in the 70s. Um, Oh, it's
1: cold. Well, we have 40s, but we had 70 yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so I know there are
1: the probably season. a lot of people golfing here like yesterday. So, probably. probably. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, it's going to get a little bit colder, but then I looked at the long-term forecast and it's all going to be, we're only in the fifties, like two days and every other day is sixties and seventies. So I'm going to, I know you pronounced the to be over at the end of January, nah, but I'm, um, I'm going to say that winter and we're done after uh, next week, we're done.
1: And you're a couple of weeks ahead of us, to be honest. I think we're looking at probably the middle of March. It was snowing outside a little bit. Today? Yeah, but it wasn't real snow. It was just oh like, gosh. it was just, but it wasn't real snow. I mean, I, 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 it's forties, but I'm still wearing a sweatshirt. You know, I'm not, no, it's 34. It's saying on my computer, but I'm not wearing a jacket. I mean, I'm just used to the cold, you know, I, I don't love it, but I'm just used to it. And I always find it funny when people from like cold areas like Milwaukee moved down to Arizona and a couple of years like they can't stand 50 degree weather. I'm like, God, you guys, you grew up in like 16 degree weather all the time. But well, something happens
0: to me down here. But you know, yeah. the, the reason you left that, you fled that, you know, because yeah. you didn't want anything to do with that anymore. So that's why you you left it in the first place. But you know what I think is tricky is that it's like that weather where like, if it's going to be 30, it's like, all right, batten down the hatch, or it's going to be 15, batten down the hatches. 15 is bad, though. Yeah. All my, all, yeah, it sounds awful, but, like, you got to, you, you're going to freeze your nuts off as soon as you go outside. I get it. I'm prepared, <laughs> mentally prepared. It's like that 46 degree, that sunny day that still is, like, windy. Like those You don't are like the, this? I no, like this. Yeah, I don't like them because they're yeah. totally misleading. So.
1: Well, it's the girl that teases you, but then says, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh.
0: That's right. You're, you want to talk about your, some of your dating adventures or no? no? No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. And it's interesting. Remember last week, we said we would talk some college basketball. Well, a yeah. lot has happened in college basketball this year. Sure week. has.
0: Before we and, get started, though, yeah. can we all just send a collective good vibes prayer? Yeah, to, yeah. To the good people of Ukraine and. and yeah, and, you and, and what, before we came on air, that there. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you had a friend over there. So I, it's just so heavy. And,
1: and his name is Halib. On and there, so. His name is Halib, and he's a really nice guy. I went to graduate school with him. And I mean, he's your average Ukrainian who is in harm's way right now. And I'm just thinking about all these people who are right now from what I understand in Kharkov and in Kyiv, they're staying in the subway stations. They're being bombed. I mean, we're in a, I was just reading about something about this in the New York Times. This is a war, the closest war that you'll have seen since World War II. So that's 80 years ago, Um, almost 80 years. years ago because, you know, This man, the leader of Russia, Vladimir Putin, has basically said he's calling the world's bluff. If you do something, I'll use nuclear weapons. And since he knows that we're not willing to go to a global war and eventually not use nuclear weapons, he knows that ultimately the best we can do is sanctions, which is not enough to deter him or Russia. And that's what makes the situation so dangerous. And so Levman, I want
0: to I yeah. want to ask you two questions because you're a historian, yeah. man. And I, I yeah. respect I respect the game and the struggle and the grind that you put in. Yeah. Yeah. So I but but we can't get long-winded answers. I don't want to lose people. No, I,
1: I won't. I, I won't I'll give you short, concise answers.
0: Concise answers, ready? It's a two-parter. I want what will what is the best case scenario of this situation? What is yeah. the worst case scenario of this situation?
1: The sad thing is the best case scenario is that. Russia invades Ukraine, and then there's a puppet government. That's, that's the best case scenario. And I actually, yeah. And I see that happening and I see them actually capturing the Ukrainian president and either putting him on trial or executing him. That's so sad. Sanctions aren't going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. They're a, they're a make you feel good situation. And then the, the worst case scenario is that uh, Russia would, uh, try and advance its positions in Poland and the Baltic the Baltic states of Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, because there's a, a Russian republic that's actually on the other side that's landlocked. It's not connected. It's not connected to Russia, and it's called Kalingrad. And the fear is that they're going to try and open up a road to connect Kalingrad with the rest of Russia. So that's a concern. Got it. Got it. So there's no good situations in either places, and then people think that sanctions are going to work. They're not going to work.
0: And so Russia is just going to run roughshod, right, over... Yeah,
1: within probably the next week. They will probably have control of Ukraine within the next couple of days. They already have taken out, from what I understand, all their air defenses and all of their air bases. So yeah, so they only had about 70 planes in the Ukrainian Air Force. And Sounds like they've taken them out. They have, I was just reading, they've shot down about six Russian uh, fighter jets and about one Russian attack helicopter, but they're invading from the Southern part of, um, of Ukraine. They're inviting from about the East, uh, the South, and from the, uh, the North. They're all, so it's a, it's a right. really bad situation. And um, you might see a lot of people trying to flee into Poland Um, A lot of these countries- But you said Poland could be next, right? Didn't you say that? Well, so that's the worst case scenario. That's why we've sent reinforcements of troops to um, Poland and the Baltic states. So you could see the NATO fighting against Russia. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's the worst case scenario. Got it. That you'd see a confrontation. And because, and I try and always explain this to young people who don't, who did not grow up in the 80s, who did not grow up in the Cold War, if you remember everything with wars between Russia and the United States, there was never a direct confrontation. It was always limited, would have been Russia and Afghanistan, the United States, and Vietnam, because there was always the fear that everything would go nuclear. And since we haven't gone away from that in a long time, there's always been that fear. And then finally, I did wanna say one thing, Um, 1986, there was Chernobyl, which was the, uh, the, uh, the, the Soviet uh, nuclear facility in Chernobyl exploded, uh, radioactive fallout has been in that area. They're trying, they've are they been trying to clean it up for the last 20 years. Um, some of the harshest fighting has been around the Chernobyl area, which is very, very frightening to me. Supposedly mm-hmm. the Ukrainians have been holding them off, but if any of that efforts that have been made to try and get rid of the, the nuclear waste in that area are, You know if russia tries to do something and does it haphazard god knows what would happen with the the nuclear waste in that area and the cleanup project that could go back into the atmosphere and in 1986 it did obviously so yeah uh, it's something i will be paying attention on so if 1973 if we feel uh it gets to a worse situation i will be on it um See, yeah. that's the beauty,
0: man. Listen, you get, you learn something on this podcast. It's not yeah. just all sports and 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 good love. And no, sometimes we have, be, we, 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 we have to be light. We have to be
1: serious. We, we do gotta have be to
0: be real be. with people. That's the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah. So they, we have our resident historian, <laughs> Eric Lewis Levin, with us. So yeah. that was very was that can, so Was that
1: pretty concise? That was pretty concise, pretty
0: right? Concise. Yeah, that was pretty concise. Uh, I'm sure the next time we talk, you'll have some diagrams and some. Uh, <laughs> So what are those things remember those old machines that teachers used to use it was like um it was like a projector like kind of like this yeah yeah you, i was put I the was document still, down here and it would project yeah, and over. overheads overheads yeah but there were some there were some ah oh, man If one of our we got
1: rid of them with dry we had well dry erase boards and then those video erase. you know those video boards we don't use right. them anymore i was using them still in like 2011 though I was still using them.
0: Yeah. Well, you like to hold on. You like to hold on. You're not easy. You don't let go of things. <laughs> but God well, bless you,
1: it's not the worst thing. So we can do basketball this week. There's a lot of basketball. There's yeah, man. You basketball. want to
0: talk college basketball? I did yeah. not do any studying up, but I sure as
1: well. You don't know. really need. I'm sure <laughs> that the big topic is yeah. obviously yeah. last Mr. Sunday, Juwan Howard, and uh, you know the Michigan Wisconsin game and. I have multiple opinions of it. I, I'm trying to understand. First off, it's never all right to hit another human being, um, especially someone that's uh, representing young men and trying to set an example. I do understand that, Coach. It's Coach Guard, right? Uh, yes. So, if I'm correct, and we'll go back. Um, the, coach Gar- Greg Guard. Right. So Wisconsin was beating Michigan. Very, by about 20 points, I guess, at the end of last Sunday's game, Jawan Howard, the coach of Michigan, was still having his team press um, at the end of the game. And supposedly Wisconsin had all their scrubs in on the game. I don't like to use that word, scrubs, but the kids that never play that much. And so he called a timeout with, was it 15 seconds left? Uh, 14, I believe. 14 seconds left, which angered Coach Howard, because he thought that was a sign of disrespect. Although Coach Guard could say the fact that you're throwing on a full court press with only 14 seconds left is also an amount of disrespect. So they each had issues. But well, why is that disrespect? What to call timeout? No, to, co- oh. to
0: they're they're down. Why not put a full court press on? I mean, I know they're losing, and the chances are they're not. Because the- it's
1: just, it's just. I mean, from what I watched with. NBA games, is it really respectful to go shoot and slam dunk a ball with 15 seconds left in a game if you have 15, if you're winning by 15 points? I mean, there are certain- and a different scenario though. It is a different, well, actually, I don't see it as a different scenario. I really don't. If you're I really winning don't see... and
0: you're doing that, yeah, then that's you're... rubbing it in. But if you're losing, you should be doing everything that it takes to even try to you get you back. Have
1: no, even if there's no way you can win the game.
0: Yeah. You should. I mean, I let me let me stop short. They shouldn't be fouling. But as long as they are playing within the rules, they're not intentionally fouling and slowing the game down. They are instead putting on full court press. Why not? You're they're on the court. That's what you're supposed to do. That's just my opinion.
1: Right. I see the two things as being equal personally. Um, And then, of course, uh, there was the which shouldn't be a big deal. The The shaking hands, which I think is a great thing of college sports. I think it's still a wonderful thing. I've heard people say that they shouldn't have it anymore. I'm like, that's ridiculous. So uh, Coach Guard, the head coach of Wisconsin, tried to explain the situation. He sounds like he put his hands on him or just was like, hey, he didn't really mean to put his hands on. But was like, I mean, and Coach Howard didn't like that. So but he didn't slug Coach Gar. He ended up slugging his, his assistant coach, who doesn't sound like he did anything. And from there, uh, everything broke out. A couple players hit one another on the other team. Also, there's an allegation that uh, I guess was it the Wisconsin assistant coach might have touched some of the players. Um, the end mm-hmm. result the end result is that John Howard was, Suspended for five games for the rest of the season. Right, which is five games. Guard was right. suspended one and fined ten thousand, and Howard was fined forty thousand dollars Was Howard suspended for the tournament as well? Uh no.
0: Just the I regular season. Just
1: the regular season, which is interesting because Phil Martelli will be the coach. So <laughs> I love Phil Martelli. Yeah. I love you know what is amazing is that um
0: yeah, Phil Martelli's great. I'm pretty sure Phil Martelli took a swing at Ben Simmons. Uh, did you hear about this? No, I didn't hear that. When I, think did it was Mark, I think it was Phil Martelli. I saw a clip. When and, would LSU would have had to play St. Joe's? Not then. a physical swing, um, uh, a, a verbal joust at Ben Simmons about his inability to shoot.
1: Oh, okay. So this would have been when he was still coaching St. Joe's or when it was still local? I think someone
0: asked him about the situation because he was a Philly guy. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so – um, and it was so, so, anyway, so he, what friendly. do you think,
1: what do you think, because uh, uh, I was reading a lot on Howard, uh, Detroit, I was reading the Detroit Free Press, an article said that he should be out, that this signs up shows a pattern of bad behavior going back to Maryland he had a game against Maryland, where he supposedly told Mark Turgeon the former head coach of Maryland that he wanted to fucking kill him, that was his exact words over some other incident so this would be two incidents in three years for howard
0: yeah so here's my thoughts um none of us are perfect we yeah. all need opportunities to learn from our mistakes and that's the key learn you don't keep making the same mistakes over and over right this went too far right. uh certainly and i don't want to hear that it was uh gary Gard's fault i disagree with that i i do Not agree with the fact that he put his hands on John Howard. I don't agree with that. But when you are in those handshake, but is he
1: pushing him
0: or is he like? I think he was trying. It looked to me like he was trying to grab and be like, "Hey man, let me tell you." But that's different than putting your hands on someone. Like, "Hey man," you know. Well, I mean, yes and no. I, I I, again, that that's semantics. I think.
1: And Gary Guard's what? How tall is Gary Guard? He looks like he's our height. Right, and John
0: Howard is how tall? Uh John Howard is 6'10. Right. So I mean that in itself. Actually, I think he's 6'9, but uh he's
1: 6'9. So I have a problem with that in general because
0: <laughs> okay. he had to get his attention somehow, you're saying, because he's so short. Yeah. So my my issue with with um Howard is he is a leader amongst. Uh, he is, he is molding young men, Young men, right? right? He is, he is a molder of young men and I know how pissed and I know how competitive he is and how, how, how much that probably hurt losing in conference to a rival, like all that stuff. Right. And everyone can say, Oh, well, don't get your ass kicked. Well, yeah, that's part of it. But like the other part is that, that fire, that's fine. If you want to keep that in the locker room, you want to keep that, but there is a certain expectation when you are placed in these positions, whether it's a coach, whether it's a teacher, whether it, it you right. know, whatever. Well, guess what? Guess what? A
1: coach is a teacher. Right. And so, if a teacher did that, they get their asses fired. Right. So
0: there is a certain expectation that people have within all their jobs. Yeah. And Juwan Howard crossed that line. So he should absolutely be suspended. I don't believe he should be fired. However, I will say, that he now needs to understand that this is it. Like you can't step across that line anymore because that's it. Like that, like you can't continue to have incidents. And again, you know, people will point to, hey, look at John Cheney, look at uh, Bobby right. Knight, you know? And, but that's and not the-, that, the doesn't end, yeah. right. that doesn't make it right. And the make,
1: NCAA has moved so far away from that that they don't want that. That's why it's not a great example.
0: Right, right. And again, as a as a leader of young men, and you saw what happened after that, a brawl broke out. That was totally unnecessary. So I think they were both in the wrong, but I do think that Juwan Howard, uh, you know, the he took it to a level that it didn't need to be taken to. I think the whole punch thing was a little bit overblown. It was an open hand. It was it came down and a punch
1: from a six nine guy to a six one guy though. He, he can't help it that the guy's short,
0: you know, know it was, but it was open hand. Look, we've seen Ric Flair do that before. So, um, I, you know, I, and and Gary Gard, the, the whole thing, like, I also believe, like I said, I don't think that he should have grabbed him, but what I will say in, in, in that situation with all those people around you, the height, maybe it was the height difference. I'm sure. Sure. He was like, Hey man, I want to try to tell you something, but again, doesn't make him right. I just think that makes it more understandable than Juwan Howard's behavior. And so uh, I think it's the right move suspending him. I would not fire him. And uh, you know, it was, it was definitely a, uh, you know, a blemish, a big blemish for college basketball.
1: I think there's probably, he needs to be taking some anger management courses. I probably would have suspended him for the whole season I would have probably suspended him for the Big Ten tournament if he's not been suspended. And if they make the NCAA tournament or one of these, what is it, the CBI tournament or the NIT, I probably would have suspended him and given him the understanding that he has one more chance, which should have happened with Billy Bobby Knight years ago. They should have only given him one chance because what happened was he kept on challenging the president of the school. I think it was Miles Brand, right? And he kept saying... Ah, ah, And then eventually, finally he got fired, but there were so many incidences and situations. And then finally that video came out where him grabbing the kid's neck in practice. um, And I remember that was such a big deal, but, um, and it, and it takes away from the fact that this is probably one of the better college basketball years because there, I know that you're not following that much. And I, and I'm not following it that much but basketball is so wide open this year. I mean, you're a big SEC football fan, but I mean, I can count on my hand how many SEC teams it might be. There's Kentucky, Kentucky's, you know, sort of doing it under the radar. I mean, this, you know, Kentucky, I guess maybe it's just our attention is elsewhere, but there's Kentucky, there's Auburn, there's Tennessee, Um, Arkansas, you know, always seems to have a good squad. Alabama, right? Alabama, so that's five.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not buying Arkansas at all, but I do, usually when March comes is when I dial in on Bass College Hoop. Uh, I will be honest, I watched some hoop the other night. Uh, It was a big 12 game, and I can't remember, it was Oklahoma State and uh, Baylor, maybe? I can't remember. Baylor, Baylor,
1: you know, Baylor is... Baylor, Kansas. Kansas is back this year. Uh, um, I've actually, I think it's probably the night of day that I'm up. I'll watch at night. I'll catch some Pac-12 games. Um, Arizona's back this year after the whole coaching change. UCLA, USC. I mean, college basketball is completely wide open. And then there's Gonzaga. I've been watching some of those WCC games, I guess it's WCC games, I'll watch like Santa Clara, St. Mary's, and then I'll watch Gonzaga. And you're wondering if this is finally going to be the year that Gonzaga wins because they're not a Cinderella team. Uh, they're finally, you know, they're they're up there. Is this going to be the year? And then the surprisingly enough, the ACC is having a down year. The ACC is not what it's been in the past. And uh, this is Mike Krzyzewski's last year. Uh, it's yeah. been nice to sort of see him do the farewell tour. Uh, the UNC game last game of the year, the cheapest ticket on the market right now is going for $2,800 to Cameron. The
0: cheapest ticket. Holy yeah.
1: Wow. And I think the most expensive was like $80,000. I mean, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, you know, I, Well, it'll be interesting to see how Duke and and I know UNC has got Uber Davis to see how these programs perform in the next couple of years. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it will. And and with some of these guys, did you see um, where Danny Hurley got booted
1: out of the game? Yeah, for for trying to get the fans. Yeah, I think that's their first victory. I mean, so they beat Villanova. Villanova Mm -hmm. has finally got some competition in that big, uh, big East. Providence Mm -hmm. is playing well yeah um yeah you know the thought was they were talking about this article i was reading about former college players going back to their alma maters and winning they were talking about juan howard and then mm-hmm. they brought up patrick ewing how he said <laughs> hasn't gone very well for patrick ewing at georgetown how that program is sort of struggling so
0: yeah yeah no patrick ewing uh has not quite had the success
1: as uh juan howard and yeah
0: uh, you know
1: they're not many. They're not many that have had success. Like, obviously, Danny Manning has never coached Kansas. Danny Manning is actually the head coach at Maryland right now. And uh, is he really, yeah, he is. He, he took over uh, for fire coach. And
0: um, what do you think of uh, speaking of Gonzaga? You mentioned Gonzaga. What do you think of uh, that that Chet Holmgren, the freshman he looks like a bean. Oh, the,
1: the, 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 and he might be in the top 10 NBA draft this year. What is he? Seven, that three? nuts. I, yeah, no, he's seven feet,
0: but seven he, feet.
1: Gonna be the next Sean Bradley because that's sort of what, if you remember the excitement, I'm not
0: seeing it though. I mean, like, if, I, if I'm a, if, if my NBA, if my team drafts him, how good are you feeling?
1: Well, I mean, probably not so good. The Oklahoma City Thunder drafted Brzeekes. Remember Brzeekes? Yes. And I watched that guy play. I mean, the guy looks like he's ready to be blown over. He's 190 pounds, seven, seven feet, 190 pounds. Kid looks like he's come out of starvation. And, you know, he just needs to eat, 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 eat. But they drafted him in the, I think he was 15th pick for the Thunder. Yeah. So this yeah. guy will have a place in the nba he probably will end up with oklahoma city
0: i don't know they have seventy hundred, seventy thousand picks so yeah good but anyway i was just curious about what you thought about him uh, you know uh dickie b like goes gaga over chet Holmgren. but i, I
1: hey so yeah and then, and another thing that's really been missing this year about college basketball is dick vitale recovering yeah. from cancer yeah. um and uh you know so But he's been, you know, we've missed him, but I didn't realize how good Jay Billis is. Jay Billis, you know, I know I am a Duke homer, but I love the fact that he can do other basketball and that he's not always a Duke guy. I know people think he's a Duke guy, but I've heard him talk about other teams. Like, he'll tell you if UNC is good and he'll tell you if Kentucky is really good. He's just, he's a smart guy. I mean, he's a really smart guy. He seems to know his basketball. So, yep.
0: It'll be interesting, man. I like I watched I did watch a little bit of the Purdue game. Was it over the weekend or two weekends ago? And I I, I don't know, man. I know Purdue, they always seem to get to no further than the uh, Elite Eight. But I, I don't know. I kind of like Purdue this year.
1: Early. So, early.
0: But we'll 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 have a whole picks. We'll talk our picks. Give me till next week to just get a little I'll bit. I'll give
1: more. you till next week. Major League Baseball is still a disaster. But they they are meeting.
0: They are are meeting. They are meeting. That's ongoing dialogue. I heard they're meeting every day until February 28th. What's today?
1: They have to have something by February 28th, or the season will be delayed. I think that one of the points of contention is debating how much spring training they're gonna have to have. The players want three weeks while the while the owners want four weeks. So that was I was just listening to that coming in today. Ready? I'm
0: going to fix it right now. Make it three and a half. Big deal. Done.
1: Not a big deal. Yeah. I think baseball, I remember how excited we were about the Phillies last year uh, and how they came out that first week. I think they won two series the first week and we were convinced that things would be different. Um, This should be interesting. We'll see what happens. I think the Braves are going to be at it again this year. But oh, yeah, but they have yeah. a
0: huge question in, in Freddie Freeman. I mean, I think he's going to resign, but I have heard that the Yankees are really going to go after him hard. So, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be interesting if, if they take him out of that lineup. Of course, they are. They don't have the,
1: Freddie's a first baseman, though, right?
0: Yeah, of course, they are. Yankee, the, Yankees
1: don't, back.
0: the Yankees don't have a first baseman. I thought the Yankees had a first baseman. Does it matter? The Yankees don't oh, care, yeah. they'll, they'll make him a DH. I mean, he's too good of a fielding first baseman to, to leave him uh, yeah. at DH. But as he gets older, that'll be nice. But it'll be interesting with the Phillies. You know, Bryce is already down at Clearwater. And uh, you the like award. that? Clearwater. You like that? Uh, he's already been down there. And a few of the Phillies are. And we have the reigning uh, MVP, MVP coming back. We have the runner-up, the Cy Young.
1: But uh, we you have know, to go through their whole lineup, though. We're going to have to go position by position to figure out you know, like we used to do as kids, we have to figure out where they need to add. I mean, is it complete? I mean, is there, they didn't do that much.
0: Definitely not complete. They need, they need uh, outfielders. Um, I don't know if the situation with glorious is, is, uh, is resolved yet. And they need pitching every year. They need pitching and they need relief pitching in a huge way. And so what, you know, what's going to be interesting and what we're going to need to look at and and we're going to look at this too, over the next week is, uh, if major league baseball does get an agreement in place, um, Is the DH the on the table? Is ability, the DH? Yeah, the
1: is... DH. I, I,
0: my oh, This year the DH yeah. is
1: on the table. Oh, okay. My well, understanding
0: is that the DH is a done deal. My, I also, I think a couple of the sticking points are, um, what I heard was, uh, you know, around arbitration years and, um, things like that. I, I, you know, I have, uh, I, it'll be interesting to see where everything gets out. But what I was trying to say was the Phillies are going and all the teams are going to need to act quickly because you think about it, if the strike is over or the labor impasse, whatever you want to call it is over on the 28th and teams go to Clearwater. Um, and I heard yesterday that part of the reason why some of these guys are in Clearwater already, um, yeah. in terms of, uh, You know, Bryce and um, Girardi's down there is that there is uh, optimism that this thing does get put together. But the front office is going to have to move quickly because if you're going to sign new players, they're going to have to pass physicals. You're going to need to uh, incorporate them into your lineup, into your team. So there's a lot that's going to need to happen in a very compressed amount of time uh, in terms of making roster decisions and understanding the lineup and then changes if there is going to be a DH. Is the shift the going DH, to stand? I mean, like there, there's there's yeah. a lot of questions out there.
1: The DH is very important for Bryce Harper because as he gets older, that's going to be his natural position. He's going to move into the DH, and also it's a great opportunity to rest him in the field this year, but keep keep his at bats this year.
0: Yeah, and I think Reese is a bigger butcher in the field, though. I think Reese is yeah. much. You know, I'd feel much more comfortable with him. And and you're right. I mean. Reese can play an occasional, you know, occasionally in the field. And then you have JT. So I think between those three and I think Bryce, I mean, certainly JT is, is the best fielder of the three and Bryce is second and, and Reese is, is, uh,
1: Reese you know, Hoskins is your, is, he's is, a black he,
0: hole at first base He's your
1: first base. It's hard. Well, first be first base is what one of the least defensive positions in baseball in the sense that usually you put your worst fielder in the infield at first base
0: uh usually you do
1: i remember him when he was starting i guess he was starting left field i remember seeing him up in new york i remember seeing hoskins play yeah he didn't yeah it's it's a shame but hopefully
0: but reese is getting his bat back in the lineup will be nice but i do think they have questions about Didi. uh you know bryson stott this young uh shortstop prospect who um has a plus bat but um they think they can make him. They think he's going to be a shortstop in the big leagues. But didn't we hear that with, uh, why am I totally blanking? Who's our third baseman? Big third kid. baseman. Uh, six Not Mikhail men.
1: Franco. Not Mikhail Franco. <laughs> Jesus,
0: you're a few decades late, uh, early. Uh, no. The kid, he, wa- he was last run out Rookie of the Year. You know who I'm talking about.
1: And then, about. He, and then he, he ended up in Lehigh Valley last year.
0: Yes. So he <laughs> proved that... Uh, you know, you do need to have some kind of glove in the in the field. So anyway, we're um, clearly not ready to talk, uh, Philly. Should we move to Sixers?
1: Yes. So Friday night, big night. Friday Dude. night. Uh, you know, we'll see if this trade makes sense. And uh, two nights. Friday night, important. Uh, remember, this was a Timberwolves team that came in to Philly a couple months ago. And I think D'Angelo Russo put up. 38 points. I mean, it's crazy because he's not that good of a player. So it should be, I mean, it should be a good test for them. I mean, we'll see, they've got 24 games to make this work. There are so many teams in that Eastern conference that are going to end up with win totals in the low fifties there that are all going to be around the same seeds there. One game, one difference. And then of course the Brooklyn Nets might actually have to be in a play-in series. The Hawks might be in a play-in series. I mean, there's a couple teams in that 7 through 10 range that are going to be pretty good teams, pretty good yeah. teams. Yeah. Um, and I could probably see the Nets being one of those play-in teams. I could see the Hawks, if they get their acts together, getting in there. Um, so, yeah, the Sixers, I mean, they have a lot of challenges coming up. I mean, the Celtics put up, what, fifty po- had a 57-point lead. The Celtics are playing amazing right now. Yeah. Uh, the Bucs are – You know, we have our concerns about the Bucs. Never been a big high fan on the Heat. They seem to play the Sixers well every year. Um, But, uh, yeah, there's a couple other teams in there. Um, Not too high on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, should be a good challenge on Friday night. Um, Harden will be starting. Um, I believe. I don't know if he would come off the bench. I would think he would start. Big question is, who should be at that? who should be in the starting five with um, you've had questions about Tyrese Maxey coming off the bench. Should they be going with Danny green at the, at the three or um, T Steibel, who still is not, you know, not a really good offensive threat for you.
0: I, I like actually Danny green. Um, and then he obviously can't play starter minutes, but yeah. I, I just think he, um, he gives you a little bit more on the offensive side than Matisse does right now. Yeah. Um, and again, you have to think if they are gonna, in my mind, they have to, um, I think, Matisse, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that I think it's, it's going to be, it's not going to be super smooth the first couple games out of the shoot, you know, it's going to take some time for them to gel and for doc to figure out how, uh, how this team is going to optimize the talent that they have in the places that they have in theory, right. At no time, no time should the team ever not have Harden or Embiid or Maxi or, or Tobias. Tobias court, yeah. Right. Like at, yeah. at, at, all points in the game, at least one, probably two of those guys should be on the court at all time. And I think you just have to augment them uh, with, with, with the supporting cast around them and figure it out. So I think it could also shift, you know, your boy, Georgie Net, Niang he played yeah. great against Milwaukee. Does he, did he earn some more starter minutes? I mean, I think
1: he's probably going to get about 24, 25 minutes in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. which makes me nervous. Cause I don't love him. Um, but oh, he I, can't you know, jump.
1: He can't uh-huh. jump. He can't jump. Six, he's and, six, eight and he can't jump. I know
0: you want to say he's a good defender, but I don't. He is a good I, defender. I, he's, he's not good. He's, he's, he's average. I think. He's very slow foot speed and you're going to play him at where the four.
1: Uh, he's a backup four. Yeah. And then so. you could, you could slide Tobias down to the three if you had to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I, I think I like Tobias as a three better than a four. Um,
1: but. Well, they, The bone of contention there is he's never been able to keep up with the threes defending. Right. right. He's, he's not as fast. Right. I mean, so. there are, there are some issues with this team and, the buyout market has not been going too well. They they did sign Willie Cauley-Stein to a 10-day contract, who actually, I don't think that's a bad signing compared to the other big guys out there. He's actually not, is he any worse than Derek Favors? Or, or uh, I mean, who else is really out there as a big guy to sign? I mean, is he any worse than Robin Lopez? Is he any better than Robin Lopez? I, I just, it's not a very attractive choice because we've right. seen him play. Um, but again, I think you're looking at 10 minutes in the playoffs.
0: And I think the reason why they signed Willie Cauley Stein is because he is, he does give you a defensive presence and he is, he's a guy who plays above the rim. So for Harden, who loves to throw the alleys, you know, this is a, this is a tool he can use, which is a lot different than Joel. Joel's not really that type of guy. So that's why I think that the Willie Cauley Stein, I'm okay with that. I want another shooter. I want another guard. I want Gary Harris. I want Gary Harris. I don't know if Gary Harris is going to be shaking loose because the deadline for guys to uh, get the buyout is March 1st. Right. Yeah. So we're going to have to. And then you would 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 have to
1: create, you'd have to create a a roster spot for him. So I I, I, I guess you'd be all right with getting rid of uh, Charlie Brown jr. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, I don't know if I, I, I kind of like Char- the energy Charlie Brown Jr. brings, but uh, you know, I think there's, there's plenty of guys that you can, you know, are they going to keep, I, I think they're probably going to keep Millsap at this point, right? They're not going to buy him out. I think they're going
1: to keep him. I think he's their big guy. I mean, I think that Willie Cauley Stein, Millsap uh, uh, are probably going to be their two guys in the playoffs.
0: Uh, so so you probably with all those guys, you're probably able to send
1: Bassey, uh or i think you gotta you wouldn't have to cut one of those guys no you send them to the g league right i don't know i mean i because they're not i don't know if they're two-way players i don't know if you would actually have to formally cut one of those guys
0: i i know paul reed is definitely a two-way player i don't know that i think Bassie is he's got to be right
1: but Charlie brown has got to be too right he's a two-way guy i don't i don't know so i mean if you could get another guard you might not you, they might go the ten day route for that, right? Know?
0: But yeah. you know, it, it'll be interesting to see who's available too. Like we're we're just forecasting and thinking. But to me, I would love another shooter and a guy who plays D in the same player. So um,
1: <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if that's going to be available. I, I know people were not excited about the Willie Cauley Stein uh, choice, although when but the we how when do
0: we... they want? Enis Kanter, Enis right? Well.
1: You know what, though? I like Ian Scanner. I saw him being interviewed on TV. I don't know if that means that he's the right selection as a basketball player. But, I mean, he's he's straight on with China with regards to foreign policy. He was calling out LeBron James for selling sneakers in China. And I agree with him. I totally agree with him. I, uh, you know, and he was saying that a lot of people come up to him and tell him that he's right and they just can't go public. And he might never play basketball in the NBA ever again. So,
0: right. Yeah, I know. That's just kind of a strange situation. His, but
1: you notice I went off another angle. He's no, yeah. I mean, at this point, he's not going to play that much anyway. So, I mean, I don't really think Willie Cauley Stein is bad for 10 minutes a game anyways.
0: Yeah. I, but you do have to think about if Joel were to miss some time during the regular season, Well, that's you know, what would that look like? You know? Uh, and so if, if that's the case, I would well, not be comfortable something. with Willie Cauley Stein. W-C. If that
1: happens, let's be honest. If that happens, the team is in shit trouble. Anyways, I mean, I, I there are a couple games where, you know, probably towards the end of the season, I think the last two games, I think one of their opponents was the Pistons or Magic. That might be a game you want to rest them, and you might want to play your back backups for that. Although you might not be able to do that by this time of the season because you're all you're all going in for seating. You might not be able to do it. You might have to. I mean you might not be able to rest this guy for the next 24 games. But you got super harden though man. So he's yeah, super team, hard,
0: right? Super harden, harden. and Maxi and Tobias if if something were to happen to Joel you should you should be okay. You should,
1: you should have your big you should four. You be able to
0: weather it for for a little while. they they're not going to do anything make any noise in the playoffs. But listen, let, let's not even go there. Let's focus on uh, Friday night
1: is is Harden night be a good night. It's be really exciting. And then, uh and they're he playing Anthony Edwards, Georgia guy, is playing for the Timberwolves. So we'll he is such he is such an
0: amazing ball player.
1: So wow. we'll have to see Maxie going against Edwards. That should be an interesting matchup, right? Because they, I mean, I guess they both were only in the SEC for one year, right? Maxie was yeah. there for a year, and mm-hmm. Edwards was there for a year. That should be an interesting matchup. And then yeah, Harden and Russell. That should be and uh, and again Embiid against Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I mean, and that's he's always
0: with Carl Anthony Towns.
1: He has Carl Anthony Towns actually won three point contest.
0: I know that was unbelievable. It you was like to... worst, worst all star weekend though in a long yeah. time. It was
1: well, terrible. it was, it was Cleveland. I I watched a little bit of the game on Sunday night. I find this whole format with the two players the most boring thing I've ever seen. I agree with Just you. Just think Going it's back boring. East West. East West. And actually, now you actually have some evenness because the East is actually good. Um, so, yeah, that's my thought there. Um, I agree with you
0: on that. I hated it. And the dunk contest was laughable. Um, Obi-Token? Not Obi-Wan? Obi-Token? Yeah, obi Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. And then, uh, did you notice, though, I was like a little annoyed, and maybe I'm just ridiculous like this, but that Joel played 35 minutes in the All-Star
1: game. Was that necessary? Yeah. No, it wasn't necessary. Again, I didn't watch that far into the game. I know he had a good game. and um, But he should not have been playing probably about 20 minutes. Right, uh, 20
0: minutes. And yeah. yeah,
1: so that was kind of. So hopefully he's been doing nothing this week. That's the goal is that ever since Sunday night, he's been doing nothing. He's been at right. home with, with his son and his girlfriend, having a nice family week, enjoying themselves. Yeah. He's working out a little bit, you know. Well, I'm. I'm Worried about the hand. You don't want him to be doing too much with the hand this week. Right. Um, so that went down this week. And of course, there's been more discussion about Ben Simmons. Um, Danny Green did his podcast recently and said that, you know, he basically said Seth Curry wants nothing to do with Ben Simmons. And that should be an interesting relationship up in Brooklyn. The the Seth Curry-Ben Simmons relationship. I don't think Andre Drummond could care less. He wasn't with him last year um but uh sort of said that Seth Curry wouldn't want to play with him this year in Brooklyn so and that uh for the first time because remember Seth remember uh Danny Green like basically attacked the Philly fans over the summer for being rough on Ben Simmons and now he's sort of like finally throwing Ben Simmons under the bus
0: I'm glad you remember that I'm because it does feel like Danny Green is playing both sides of this doesn't it like and he was it, like, he has all this bravado talk now. Where was this when Ben Simmons was still on the team? Is it because he wants to, like, it just, it, and and, and now he's like, oh, about the handshakes. He's like, yeah, he's like, he doesn't like playing in Philly. And, you know, no, I don't ben, think-
1: he, Ben doesn't like playing in Philly. Right, he doesn't right. like playing in Philly. And then he so, didn't think he would be here. He didn't think he would make the game. He did, the March, right. t- that was the second day, the March 10th day. He didn't think he would be playing here. March 10th anyways. Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't think he will either. And you heard, um, Steve Nash say that, uh, you know, that, that Ben's ramping up now and, but he still feels like KD is closer to returning than Ben, Ben. There's no way Ben's going to play in Philly.
1: Um, but what would happen if he played a game before that game, that March 10th in Philly, and then took a, a rest night, how, how garbage would that be?
0: I mean, he and he didn't, he didn't accompany he didn't come
1: what's well, going to happen
0: what's going to happen he's going to eventually have to face it
1: you know right. and, and one of the scenarios is if they win their play-in series that perhaps they would then play the Sixers in the second round of the playoffs yep or the, I get yeah and but any,
0: did you uh did you see that Kyrie's going to be able to play home games as predicted by this guy two weeks ago Oh, they
1: they they've lifted the uh they lifted yeah. the thing in New York. Okay. Well, Not fully. Well, they haven't lifted it
0: yet. They said in the next like two, we- I think it coincides with the next playoff push. So I think yeah. it's like in the next two weeks, it's going to happen.
1: He's still a freaking nut. And I'm, yeah, and I'm sure, and I'm sure Kevin Durant has not been happy with him. Anyways, I know that they might be buds and everything, but I believe that's a lot of bullshit. I mean, if someone pulled this shit on me, I would be tired of that. So I'm sure that the blood is not that great. And it's interesting. Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving, I think, has a contract year coming up this year. I think this summer he's a free agent. So Brooklyn has to decide if they want to sign that Meshuggah to another contract or do they want to let him go. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that'll be interesting to see what Brooklyn decides. I think some of it will determine on uh, how well they mesh, Katie and Ben and and Kyrie all mesh together. Yeah uh so we'll see i mean that's a lot of that's a lot of
1: cheese too it's um, a lot of cheese we'll get through this uh this summer is going to be one thing that i think is lining up this summer there's going to be a lot of signing trades this summer
0: so i think so i think it'll be yeah. a very active year uh yeah. or off off season so yeah. we have plenty of season left it's going to be fun i it's, think it's, it's going to be, be exciting ride. are you, you know, finally are you too,
1: in on the ride i think this is going to be no. fun no i told no
0: see now i think you're mischaracterizing me so i told you that i was in i didn't like the trade i still don't like the trade but i'm yeah. in like james harden is very much a sixer ben simmons is very much a net good go do your thing i'm going to focus on my team uh i'm excited to watch and see hopefully watch and figure out how to use these guys the right way and use them together and use them apart um and i love that the nets are you know throwing all the shade now like oh wow this team is so together now and it's yeah. such a different vibe here and such a different energy well great like it feels it, it you want to talk about different energy it feels like it on our team too
1: yeah. so
0: that's uh i'm looking forward to seeing harden play and uh, i sent you that text yesterday did you watch that by any chance what i sent you that no, video? I,
1: I still have it i still have it. So
0: that video was like basically two minutes of James Harden on offense and on defense, um, giving Ben Simmons fits. So even yeah. on defense. So I was surprised to see that, but let's see what happens, man. I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be an interesting sprint to the, to the end. Uh, you know, Miami is still the top dog in the East. Uh, and Chicago,
1: so we're, which we're half
0: games up. I'm not worried about Chicago.
1: Yeah. I would love it if Brooklyn played Chicago instead of the Sixers. Cause I, I do think they would. I I think we would annihilate Chicago. I mean, we've already done it. I think it's four four and o this season.
0: Yeah, and
1: yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Who's uh, who's the coach up there? Billy Donovan, right?
1: Billy Donovan. He's doing he's a great a hell
0: job. A job, man. Doing a great job. Lamar DeRozan, the season he's having is. Yeah, I mean he's
1: having an MVP type season. He certainly is. Yeah, and you, yeah. You know, it's interesting. You're wondering if Toronto could have won without. You know, Kawhi Leonard if they had kept tomorrow's and I'm I'm I wonder about that because was it in all it was a short-sighted trade it probably could have been this good without him. so
0: but would you have made that deal like looking back, uh, at, the time, at the time at the time yes
1: not now I wouldn't have made that deal now because you think you a title
0: but it didn't run. really
1: if it wasn't the double doink or whatever you know they probably they, they would have even beat the sixers in that series remember
0: but they did, man. They did. They did. And guess what? All they'd see is that, that the Toronto Raptors lifted the championship, you know, championship title that year. So, and
1: we didn't, you're right. Yeah. So um, uh, what else, that, man? No, that's any, anything else happening. Uh, you know, I know the NFL combines are starting soon and
0: yeah, we'll see what's well, happening. There's that whole issue with the NFL combine about, uh, you know, if they don't change the mask mandates, and they did. So I guess the NFL Combine is going to carry Continue. on as normal. And then uh, football free agency begins, I think it's in three weeks, which is insane. Which is
1: interesting because that's right around if the Major League Baseball strike ends, you could have free agency for baseball at the same time as the NFL free agency.
0: How fun will that be? And, and we can, got, for hockey, you got the NHL trade deadline coming up. And there's there's it's pretty late. speculation on yeah. Drew, you know, leaving yeah. his his long tenured uh, Flyer team, and uh, the the Flyers. How bad
1: the is this team Flyers manager. team? Are they on a seven game losing streak now, or or did they win last six? But
0: keep in mind they've already lost more than ten. They've had two ten game ten right. plus game losing streaks in the same season. Yeah. So they're now working on six, so they could be headed to a third, and they're awful. Yeah. Awful.
1: Any any takeaways from the Olympics? Did you watch the curling? Were you were you excited yeah. by the? I was curling? out on the
0: Olympics this year. We decided. My family just decided we just weren't feeling it, and we couldn't force it. And it was sad to see Sean White go. Yeah. Um, it was sad to see uh, Michaela
1: Schiffling. Is it yeah. Schiffler? Schiffler?
0: Schiffer, Schifferon, I think. I don't know. But it was sad, sad to see her not realize her dreams. But I thought overall it was. uh, it was a pretty unengaging
1: Olympic games. Well, I think it's because of China. I mean, they, 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 they had the worst Olympic games ever, China. Yeah. Yeah. It looked, all the sites also, the venues looked like crap. I mean, they really yeah. did on TV. Um, and, you know, maybe you shouldn't be giving Olympics to authoritarian states. Maybe that's probably another good idea,
0: you know? Right, well, Russia will get the next one, watch. Well, no,
1: they, they had Sochi. And I no I remember. So a much. lot of people don't remember that right after the Olympics is when they invaded uh Ukraine cuz they yeah. didn't want to do it before or during the Olympics. And guess what everyone? They invaded Ukraine after the Olympics this year cuz they had a deal with China not to do it. So little history lesson. I like it. Yeah. All right man, yeah. what
0: you got? What you got? Shout outs, weekend
1: plans? Uh what did I who did I do? Oh, I did a I don't have much. I'm going to be resting this weekend, man. And that's good. I, I am going, I work today. I work tomorrow. I work Saturday, but I am, I am taking my weekend and I am just going to relax and enjoy myself. That's what I am doing. So I'm going to do a shout out to myself.
0: Uh
1: (laughs) Is that the first ever self shout out? I don't know if you can do a selfie, which I still have never really done. I've never, I'm the worst selfie picture taker in the world. So you ought
0: to do a selfie and just try to post it somewhere and let's let's just see how it looks
1: people will throw things at it and say no (laughs) come on come on Uh, as always i do a shout out to my mom charlotte levin and all my family oh my sister is having surgery tomorrow so a shout out to lisa i hope that it is a very successful and uneventful procedure so oh and a shout out to the ukrainian people that's right shout out to the ukrainian people
0: i like that man Shout out! I, I best wishes to your sister. I hope it is like you said a successful, easy uh, surgery procedure.
1: Tomorrow. I think they call it procedures when it's yeah. Oh, so. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out to me, my nephew who just turned 21, twenty-one. Yeah. And had his first drink last night, so that's exciting.
1: You uh, really think that that was Jake his first Davidson?
0: Drink? <laughs> yes, Jake Davidson. No, I spoke to him last night. No, we had a big joke about it, but yeah, uh, he's a big listener to the show, though. So give oh, him okay. a shout out and a happy birthday wish. And uh, those are my, that's really my, my only shout out Uh, this weekend. um, Let's see. My daughter is making a return to the soccer field. So yeah. First time in like four years that she's going to go back into playing. And
1: uh, what's her number?
0: 11. Wow. She
1: she
0: was born. She was born on November 11th. So her favorite number is eleven.
1: Yeah, that's a great date, man. November Mm -hmm. 11th is a great date. It's easy to remember. Veterans Day, too, I think, right? Is it Veterans Day? Yes, it is. 11th day. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, well, thanks for joining us. It was a fun, fun Thursday show. And uh, like we always do about this time.
1: Hey, what? We are on. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Remember that we were on Apple and Spotify. It would be awesome if you actually tagged
0: us when you posted, but I know yeah, that I tried weird. to do that. Oh. I tried
1: to do it last week and it did not work.
0: Came <laughs> out in the comments. <laughs> Have a great week.
1: You're working the